Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here in studio with J.C. Hall, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. J.C.'s got in charge of the chat room over there because I can't see it. So you have to monitor that one over there, JC. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Got stuff going on over here today. Uh, Just want to say hello to everybody that's out there. Got some great stories for you today. Thought I'd fill you in a little bit on uh, what's been going on since we've been gone. Uh, Let me go ahead and... You're right, JC. This whole thing is a little bit weird. All right. This is, there we go. You want audio? Yeah, no, no, I don't want audio yet. So, um, all righty. So, uh, this is where I've been. This is actually the, um, I am over there. This is what we did on Sunday afternoon. I actually got to JC at this church. We we filled every seat in the church. Cool. It's really really awesome. We actually got a chance to uh, t- give my testimony and uh, preach a little message for the people. That just ticked some people off. I know to hear that Chris Ann preached a little message because you know how some people are about women at the pulpit. I probably get attacked about that more than you do. People probably don't come to you and say, uh, you you tell your wife she's not allowed to teach in a church. Do they say things like that? Because they're always popping on my social media and saying, Chrisanne, your pastor's a heretic. You're a heretic. Women shouldn't be teaching in church. Women should be silent in church. And Yeah, I don't. I don't get my theological opinions from other people, so I really don't care. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying they don't probably but I mean, come everybody, to you. So. Uh, well, if, if you're a Christian, the word, every every believer is a preacher. Right. Everybody's called to preach, mm-hmm. right? It's this, I mean, preach means speak, speak forth. You're supposed to speak forth the good news. Um, everybody may not be a pastor, but everybody in the church is a preacher. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we are in the church, and it was it was a really great time. Um, sunny, actually. By the way, all that's all that's. I don't argue over nitpicky stuff like that because a lot of that's beside the point. Because mm-hmm. you know we <clears throat> we came out of a church movement that it was all about arguing over stuff. Like <laughs> the whole point, like it really uh, yeah. wasn't even about spreading the gospel. Mm-hmm. It was about picking theological fights and attempting to win them. Right. Exactly. Just so I don't really, I have no patience or tolerance for that kind of viewpoint because I I tell you one thing in my experience, many of the people that are all bulldogish and and I, you know, if you're a pastor and you know, we're supposed to contend for the faith and stand for sound doctrine. I mean, I get all that, Mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of those folks that I run into, um, you know, that are all bulldogish about some, some ancillary argument, some, you know, something that, uh, is secondary that they argue about. <clears throat> you get to talking to them. They don't actually share their faith with anyone. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. They've never led anyone to Christ or, know, very, right? or very many. So, <laughs> so they're not active in the great commission. They're so most of the people, this is, this isn't, they're not even active. They're just occupying pew space. Yeah. This is 20, this is 25 plus years, 30 years in the ministry mm -hmm. now that I've seen all over and almost all of the people who just love to argue about uh, this sort of nitpicky stuff. <clears throat> they are not active in actually spreading the gospel. You, you will find that in yep. their life. Yep. And, and it's very sad because they could be, you know, they could be impacting a lot more people for good. Uh, and they've, you know, basically anointed themselves as, you know, guardians of whatever theological viewpoints that they have decided well, is it, the Holy Grail. It wasn't, it was a very, so I don't get it, all it was a very rewarding experience for me. Yeah to deliver the church's message that Amen. morning because or that afternoon because that's what I did deliver the church's message that afternoon through the telling of my testimony and I just it's it is just it's very uplifting to me to be able to to do something like that because my testimony involves you know the whole family actually mm. but um this particular testimony about you know stepping out in faith and the Lord yeah. giving me the strength and giving me direction on that and dire directing and guiding the family and then and then how he's come back and then shown himself throughout the years Amen. without even uh, you know I mean God here's the crazy thing as a Christian God showing himself to you in that way once ought to be enough. Right. He wouldn't have to come back and do anything else. Right. Here I am, the master. I'm putting you on your roll. This is what you do. Now hit the road and go. But what's amazing is, is he comes back all the time and just, you know, reaffirms and redirects and, and encourages. And mm -hmm. and then the ability to pass out that encouragement to other people yeah. is is just amazing. So, well, the gospel message is a positive message. Right. It's, yeah. it's full of love, joy, peace and mm -hmm. You know, people on this show, they know we don't we don't beat people up yep. about their spiritual beliefs or whatever. Right. We're we're gonna they know where we stand, they know what we believe, they know right. we're Christians, we don't hide that, and we'll op openly share the gospel. Right. And it's my prayer that every person that listens to this show um uh but we would, are would would become a Christian. But, but we are liberty about you know, right. we are liberty, and so you have the liberty to believe or not believe. As a matter of fact. God doesn't strike right. you dead for not believing what he believes. And yeah. so we, what he wants you to believe. So we want people to be at liberty to come to those decisions on their own. Most people don't know this. I mean, you know, you have the long time people in here who know this, but I was a hardcore socialist. I was an atheist. I was not even just an atheist. I was a Christian persecutor. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, and JC, I was agnostic. you were agnostic. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, JC, I'll tell you this very surely. Had someone tried to pound religion in my head, no way I would have ever come to a saving, a, 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 a faith saving position. Sure. No way. I mean, seriously, I, that's just, I mean, every human being has a nature of rebellion in them somewhere. And <laughs> I think I got like an extra dose. Sure. So, I mean, that's why we're here. But anyway, <laughs> we're here because I got that extra dose. So this was what we did on Saturday, on Sunday. And then I taught the history lesson on the pathway to liberty. But this, JC, this was Friday and Saturday in Burlington, Washington, 
We had over 300 there, JC. 300 Friday night for three hours. 300 Sonny singing. Hey, that's like, you have to ask Sonny about that guitar. That is a guitar that is a limited edition classic that um, has been played by famous people. And she knows because gotcha. the guy who owns it mm -hmm. told her all about that. That When that story was like, whew, right over my head because yeah. he was just playing. But she was really excited to hold and play that what guitar. Kind of guitar it is, but she'll tell awesome. you. She'll tell you. Anyway, three hundred people in Burlington, Washington, for two solid days. Right, two solid days. We had this packed out crowd. What you can't see is there's a whole nother crowd that's all the way over on the other side. You can't see all of them. And there we are. Friday night, I taught on Forgotten Founders. And then Saturday, I talked, uh, uh, we did a morning class, and then we did the activate, uh, educate, activate, organize, organize, activate class in the afternoon, which is a four-hour workshop on how to get off your pew and off your butt and from behind your keyboard and actually make a difference. And so that's, I love teaching that class, by the way, JC. I don't like teaching, teaching it without you. I, I think I pretty much made that known to you. But I love teaching that class because as a teacher, there's nothing more rewarding than, than teaching students. But also, when you see them take what you've taught them to go out and actually do something with it. And these were, come on now. JC, can you get excited with me a second here? 300 mm -hmm. people. For two solid days. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, just amazing. Well, to people me. always, people are always hesitant. You know, we've done. You used to do these six-hour, five-hour, six-hour seminars, and people would come, but they're always they were hesitant. Then you do, you know, the three-hour to four-hour, and it's still that same thing. But it, it's always when they get in there and when it's done, the the constant testimony is like, "Whoa, wait a minute, what? That was." That was three hours. That yeah, was four yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could keep yeah, yeah. on sitting and listening to you that every single time. Seriously. And that's when you you started challenging them because yeah. of that hesitancy. You say, look, just come for the first hour. If yep. you don't want to stay, then leave. And so people come from the first hour just like that. You got 300 people sitting there. They come the first hour. They they sit all day the first day, all day the second day, and none of them leave. And we actually got new people on the second day because yeah. the first day people were like, you're not going to believe this. You've got to come for this. And it was yeah. really, really great. So let me just make another announcement. If you are a student, libertyfirstuniversity.com, our non-compliant documentary is available to you right now uh, as an exclusive release just to students at libertyfirstuniversity.com. And after, and this is my plea out to you guys, after watching the non-compliant movie, scroll down to the website and leave your review, please. We already have two reviews. Um, we have Robert Wood's review. I simply cannot express in words how much I love the non-compliant movie, which is at noncompliantmovie.com. He says, my reaction upon viewing it was to drop to my knees in <laughs> prayer that this will be the clarion call of liberty that will strike the hearts of Americans, causing them to stand and defend God's precious gift of liberty before it's gone. And that you want to hear 
read the rest of this testimony, go to, to uh, noncompliantmovie.com. He says, this is the perfect movie to educate uh, and inspire your friends and family members this, ev- this and every Independence Day. Oh, we went off air for a second. <laughs> uh, like our camera screen yeah, went away because Mac. Mac unplugged us. <laughs> That was not, don't, don't worry. The FBI didn't knock at the door and make us go blank. No, that it was, was like the doorbell. Yeah. That was, uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure if the FBI came to the whole house, they wouldn't ring the doorbell first. No. But there you go. Go to noncompliantmovie.com because I know there are some of you out there who have already seen this. So go to noncompliantmovie.com and leave your, um, leave your message. Also, if you want to be part of our public premiere, which will begin July 2nd, yes, the very first, the actual real Independence Day, July 2nd. If you want to be part of the premiere release, you've got a group you want to share this with, a church you want to share this with. Um, uh, No, I I almost said something. I have an idea. I'm going to work out with somebody, but I'm not going to. If I say it out loud, I'll put him on the spot. Not JC, but this person. But so I won't say it. But contact us to host a premiere. You can DM me at Instagram, uh, or you can fill Chris out and dot hall. At yes, Instagram is Chris Ann dot hall. Chris Ann dot hall. You can send me a DM at Instagram, or you can go to libertyfirst.legal. Go to libertyfirst.legal and then fill out the contact form, and you will get in touch with Sunny that way i we sunny and i while we were out uh we stopped by denny's Mm -hmm. uh in washington and this was the sign that the manager had hung on the host's stand you know where you check in and they give you your seat (laughs) and i thought this was awesome because you could feel the frustration (laughs) right please be patient with my staff that showed up for work today That showed up for work today. Yeah, don't worry about those that didn't show up. Yeah. They don't need your patience. No, they don't need your patience, right? <laughs> they're fine. Because these people actually showed up. They got a, they got them a dime bag, some snacks, and they're chilling. And a, and a government check. And a government check. And a government check. So when you have a socialist regime in, Was- regime in Washington, D.C. or at your state, these are the, this is the kind of customer service you get to get. Uh-huh. Right? So I was like, what the heck, man? And I saw this on JC at JC Hall Global. This is his. The primary way American voters have slowly destroyed the country rather than ask, quote, how will you guard my liberty, unquote, the only job of a representative, he remarks parenthetically. Didn't I do that well? Very good. He remarks parenthetically. They ask, quote, what will you give me, end quote. This empowers the politician to siphon resources and restrict liberty since government can't create, only take. When most think this way, liberty slowly dies and prosperity dies with it. Yeah, so this is from a a tweet that I found uh, regarding the New York primary election that is happening right now. And one of the candidates uh, is asked, quote, what she'll do for single mothers. And she answered free child care. 
Because there is nothing that is free, by the way, and, which means they're going to be stealing from someone. Yeah. I love that because and this I, is the I point want, you make, JC, that government can't create, can yes, only take. So right. anytime it gives, it's not giving it, of its own. It's taking from someone taking to from to someone. someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, and usually in ways that we did not authorize. Oh, almost. So, well, if they're taking, no, there, it, it's going to be ways we did not authorize. Right. Let's just be clear about that. But it, I think it, we uh, we should point out this is a bipartisan perspective. Yes. So when yes. I when I talk about you know when I made the post, I said American voters. Notice I didn't say Democrat voters. It's it's bipartisan. Alamo guy, you're right. See, he's on it. He's on it already. And by the way, Alamo guy, you were right earlier in your comment. About the ninety nine percent. That's why we, me, we roll in the one percent church. Service. Give me one sec second, but just yeah. so you can finish your thought. But I'm just gonna get a call out there to everybody. Uh, please, just like and share right now. We are being heavily throttled, uh, heavily throttled. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave these social medias. They're not gonna force me out. That's sort of my my rebellious part of it. Plus everybody's like, why are you staying in Facebook? Why are you staying in, in YouTube? Why are you staying on these platforms? They hate us. I stay because they hate me and I'm not going to siphon myself to an echo chamber <laughs> when I can actually be with someone, you know, because they hate me. Why did be that? Was that funny? Because it made me think of, and, and, don't take this as a movie recommendation, certainly not for your kids. And if you're, you know, if you don't like foul language, <clears throat> but the movie Goodwill Hunting, oh. for, if the, <laughs> for those of you who have seen Goodwill Hunting, raise your hand if you've seen Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck, Boston, and you know, South the comedian that whatever. died, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, amazing movie. If you don't mind and foul language, so there's a scene where he's talking about. His dad, Matt Damon's character is talking about his dad abusing him and his dad gives him an option of, uh, was it the belt or a, a, a pipe wrench? A belt, or, or, or yeah. Belt or pipe wrench. Something like. Or a fist. Wrench, right? whatever. It was a pipe wrench. That's yeah, what he some said. Some kind of wrench. wrench yeah. And uh, so Robin Williams, who Who's is the, the shrink. He's the shrink, says, yeah. You know, so what'd you do? What'd you choose? I chose the wrench. Why'd you do that? Because. Screw him. That's why. Only he didn't use that word. He's right. Like that. So right. that that's what you made me. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, of the philosophy that I have. <laughs> you know why I'm staying I'm on here. staying Start on YouTube? Here. Screw, Screw you. YouTube. That's, that's, that's why. why. That's why. Yeah. It's exactly right. That's right. Because I'm not going to be told no. You know, if they really want me off, they'll kick me off. That's fine. But that's on them. That's not on me. Right. I'm not a quitter. I'm not a leaver. I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere. And as a matter of fact, you're going to hear me. I mean the. Politicians try to shut me down during the city council meetings and the county commissioner meetings, no. and I'm not going to keep quiet just because yeah. they don't like what gonna I got blast to say. YouTube on YouTube. Yeah. Going to blast Facebook on Facebook. Going to exactly. blast the city council at Off the city, city council, council meeting. meeting. Absolutely. Let me show you something because this, JC, if you allow me, this leads me on a train of thought that's a little bit of a, a um, uh, where am I going here? A little bit of a, 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 t a teaching moment that I want to give. There is now I, 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 um, I whited this out. Okay. So there is a story that is floating around social media now. 
And this is really the headline that we're seeing. Okay. Uh, DeSantis law signed by DeSantis will allow forced vaccinations in Florida. So let me, there's two things that I want to point out out here. And there's one thing that I want to present. And I hope that JC will help me with this train of thought for just a second. Number one, uh, Florida has had a statute Mm -hmm. forcing, allowing the uh, Department of Health to force vaccinate Floridians using, quote, whatever means necessary. That has been on the books for over a decade. Okay. Over a decade. So uh, this is not anything to do with DeSantis. DeSantis did not sign this into law. It's in. It's actually referenced in SB 2006 that he did sign, but that's not his law. Okay. Right. So put a pin in that one, JC, because we're going to come mm-hmm. back to that. The teaching moment that I want to bring out of this that is probably one of my most frustrating pet peeves. It has to do with executives. This applies to the president as well. Listen to me very closely. America. Governors do not write laws. Governors do not issue legislation. Governors do not write legislation. Governors sign legislation or don't sign legislation that is written by your legislator. Let's just be very clear about that because how many times have you said, yay, praise God for DeSantis. He made this law. No, he didn't. He signed it. I mean, you can congratulate him. You can encourage him for signing a law. You can encourage him for refusing to sign a law, but you cannot give him credit for the law. It happens with presidents as well. Right. So if you are unhappy with something that is in law, then you need to contact your legislators because that's where it all begins. And that's where the changes take place because guess what? The governor can't change the law either. Now, here's the interesting thing. That Florida statute that exists that says that the uh, Department of Health can force vaccinate Floridians using whatever means necessary. We have a representative here in Florida, in the House of Representatives here in Florida, named Anthony Sabatini, who drafted legislation to repeal that from Florida code. The Republican Speaker of the House and the Republican majority, catch this, JC, would not even allow the bill to go to vote. I mean, it's not like they didn't vote for it and it didn't pass. They didn't. They they voted on it and it didn't pass. They would not even allow it to go to vote. And this is a Republican Speaker of the House and a Republican majority. So don't throw cast. And I'm not defending DeSantis in any way. You guys should know that by me from me by now. I'm not defending DeSantis in any way. But I want you to understand that the reason that is still on the books, the reason it's on the books in the first place, and the reason that it's still on the books is because of the Republican majority in Florida, just to be very clear. Because here's the problem, JC. This mentality breeds kings and queens. Right. 
You start telling, you start believing that a governor, that a mayor, that a president writes laws and overturns laws. They start thinking they can do that. Let me show you this. Let me, I want to, I want to present this to you as a thought, JC. Okay. Governor DeSantis is a pretty uh, popular kind of guy right now. Right? Yes. 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 Okay. So I'm sorry, my mind wandered. I, I was just thinking I wouldn't mind having a moratorium on law making. Yeah. Well, you know, Anthony Sabatini, one of his like some kind of limit, one of his uh, promise campaign promises was to go up and eliminate more laws than he he passed. Mm -hmm. And he tried to. But once again, the Republicans wouldn't let him. So DeSantis is a pretty popular governor right now. This article that I showed you, this message that I showed you being going around trying to demonize DeSantis for passing this bill to force vaccinate mm -hmm. is being passed through the conservative circles. Do you suppose this is a planted narrative for the people who don't know any better yeah. to turn the conservatives right. against deep state DeSantis. Republicans yes. targeting DeSantis? I yes. wouldn't doubt that. That was my thought. One that was my thought. Bit. Because I'm not seeing it in the mainstream media anywhere, the little narrative. What I'm seeing is it's going through the conservatives, the ones who are really upset about vaccinations and about masks. Mm -hmm. And now you've got this little stream of narrative. DeSantis passes a law that says that the uh, Floridians can be forced vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what an interesting little op or a ops, you know, psyops operation yeah. to plant that in the very seed of the people who will get angry, but at the same time are uneducated on what the statute that the, you know, that, that it on the role of the governor and that the statute yeah, already yeah. exists and everything. So all every, everything that I've seen on social media, people are like, I can't believe DeSantis was do this. How did we miss this? We need to blah, blah, blah. And I've been, and the reason that I whited out who sent that, the, the picture, I took the author out of it because I actually contacted the author and explained and he did a retraction. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are people, I can't find it in my circles anymore because everybody in my circle who's posted it is retracting it because they realize now that they're educated. Right. Hmm. But you know, that's a, that's a common tactic. We, we've talked about this many times, how that the legislators, yeah. they like to have the presidents, the governors, the executives, mm -hmm. you know, out front taking all the heat. Yeah. And they do these little tricks, you know, so much that Obama was blamed for Trump's blamed for right. Bush was blamed for all the presidents yeah. get blamed for things that are actually originate in Congress or the fault of the Congress, even the executive agencies. When we, we, we attack the overreach of executive agencies. Well, the Congress unconstitutionally creates these executive agencies and right. di divest its legislative authority into the executive branch, uh, which is not supposed to be a thing, but they take no heat for it. So, the, yep. but the, the blame gets shift gets shifted to that executive or that executive agency. So this is a very common tactic of legislators. Legislators are, I think, the slimiest people in politics. I, I think they're typically worse uh, than the executives that are always in the spotlight because the legislators are doing um, 
as bad or shirking responsibility and hiding accountability and doing that. So I want to show you in the same line, an executive that's bought the narrative that they're a tyrant, right? Mm -hmm. This is now, I suppose I need to sort of front load this with a disclaimer. I know who you are out there and you need to know who we are. So I'm teaching you this story through a teaching moment. This is not an endorsement of the Pledge of Allegiance. This is not an, a <laughs> retraction of the Pledge of Allegiance. This is not dinging it or promoting it. This is not even, this is a story about an executive who's lost their understanding of their position. Make sense? Yes. I hate you. that I have to do that, but that's the way it has to work. So here we go. Let's listen. This is actually uh, the guy you see in the left screen there. Behind the laptop is the mayor of Silverton, Colorado. Listen, and, and this is at the town of Silverton's trustee meeting on uh, June 14th. And listen to what the mayor has to say. Mayor Furman, here. Uh, due to direct and indirect threats, inappropriate comments in and out of public meetings, and the general divisiveness issues creating in our community, uh, we will not be doing the Pledge of Allegiance during Town of Silverton Board of Trustee meetings, um, and it's removed from agendas and or protocols until, until such time that we can discuss this at a board retreat or workshop. We already discussed this as a board. Any other unilateral decisions we need to know about? Um, if you'd like to find somewhere in the code that... Isn't that awesome? Any other unilateral decisions we need to need to hear about? Yeah, because it, it ought not to be... Yeah. He ought not be able to do that. Yeah, so it's the whole this point is, of having a board, a yeah. legislative body. Yeah, and this is a committee member. I love how she jumps in. And any other unilateral decisions we need to know about? Um, if you'd like to find somewhere in the code that does not permit me to do this, then I welcome that discussion. Can you, that it's just can you pause done. that there? That's yeah. that's an interesting perspective because we often hear that. Yes, that flip. So they create this converse argument that if it doesn't say that I can't do it, then I can do it. That, that's not how ch constitutions and charters work. No. It authorizes you. It enumerates your authority and lays out the process. If it's silent, then you just simply don't have that power because it was not delegated to you. So this is a very common twisting um, of foundational legal documents, charters and constitutions. So so this is a very that's a very dishonest and deceptive little subtle twist that he I did. Can, I can actually sum it up to you in just very easy terms to understand. Constitution's charters are documents of cans. They right. are not documents of cans. Right. So they're positive uh, assertions of authority. So you enumerate this power that you're allowed to exercise. Right. If it's not enumerated, then you don't have it. Because what you need to understand, this is part of what we've been teaching lately mm -hmm. in the Educate, Organize, Activate class. Uh, when I teach the origin of liberty and the or in the proper role of government, uh, what we need to understand is that Government in America operates by the consent of the people and our constitutions are a written declaration of our consent. We don't say we don't consent. We don't consent. We don't consent. Yeah. We say we consent to this. Nothing else. Nothing more. Nothing less. Yeah. And in the Constitution, which uh, certain certain miseducated people, ignorant people 
have this notion that the Constitution does that. So when you like you talk mm -hmm. about the Constitution proper gives the positive delegated powers, right. enumerates mm -hmm. those powers. Here's what you can do. And then obviously the you know government representatives are not following it. Oh, well, the well, well, we need to throw out the Constitution. OK, <laughs> it, so you were saying the, the that's the, like the, the dumbest argument anybody could yeah, ever like, give. Oh, the people, the legislators are not following the law. So let's throw out the law. Yeah. So but it's the people, the people enforce it. So it's not a problem with the founding documents. It's not a problem with the framework, the Constitution, mm -hmm. although there's you know, I mean, there's a process to amend it if 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 you want to expand that. But you're not, you know, oh, throw out the Constitution because the Constitution worked. Obviously, we need something different. No, it's the people that are failing the Constitution, not the Constitution yeah. failing. So you don't someone who who has so little integrity, so little intelligence, uh, such miseducation that they that they can't adhere to the rule of law. So you're saying the rule of law has to be thrown out. So like so because you know, people murder, murder, right? Murder. People still murder. So yeah. because so people still murder, we have to stop. Yeah, get rid obviously of obviously that of law is out of date. So let's let's throw it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, so but there's a that ignorant type of thought process is very prevalent. Right. I think the government education system mm -hmm. cultivates that sort of bizarre thought process. Right, exactly. I was looking right here. I actually have a an article on my website, chrisannhall.com, that will explain how the Constitution has not failed. And I'm trying to find it. I don't really... Um, uh, I don't remember the title of it, but uh, anyway. Now, the Bill of Rights in, you know, the first 10 amendments that we call mm -hmm. the Bill of Rights, then it makes it makes those declarations mm -hmm. of rights and, you know, expresses certain no's and restraints. Like this is this is what you won't do. Right. But in that's, making a declaration of what our right. rights are. And as you point out, again, that's first and foremost, a declaration to the people, mm -hmm. right? Letting, mm -hmm. as you, as you uh, quote, Richard Henry Lee said, these are sentinels, right? So it's an alarm to the people of letting the people know, okay, here's what the government is not supposed to do. Here's the rights mm -hmm. that you retain uh, in areas they're not supposed to transgress just to, just so we're clear. And so when they do that, you, the people know you have to be activated. So it's not right. a failure of the Bill of Rights when they violate the Bill of Rights. So let's just throw it out. So what what are we saying with that th thought process? That freedom of speech is something that's outdated. So we need to get rid of that. Your right to due process is outdated. So we need to throw that out. So I, I you know, that's that's the ignorance that we deal with on a day to day basis. Yeah, and well, and and again, not to get into a whole lesson here about that. Um, the Bill of Rights is not even written to control government. The right. Bill of Rights purpose and principle is to remind the people of what their rights are. So they will be the they guardians. They will control government. Government was the, the apparatus of government is not going to control itself. First right. off, there's no there's no government sort of self-existing government entity. It's made up of people mm -hmm. from the people, right? That's by the people, for the people. I mean, that's the whole point of that. So it's made up of us, people that people from us that we've sent into that apparatus to represent us. So we who sent them must be the ones to control them. No piece of paper can control anybody. A piece of paper that's just like, you know, 
you, you buy a new piece of furniture. Here's your instructions on how to put that thing together. Right. The, in, the paper instructions are not going to put the furniture to, together for you. It just gives you the map, the blueprint. This mm-hmm. is how it's supposed to fit together. This, that's, so that's the Constitution. This is how mm-hmm. it's supposed to work. So when the government doesn't look like what's reflected on this piece of paper, you, the people who sent those people there, have to take control and make it adhere to your blueprint. Right. Period. Exactly. Doesn't mean the blueprint's broken. Yeah. And here's the other thing that I often, since we were talking about things that people usually get wrong, JC, you know, you get these people who come on and say, well, and and I get these arguments. I don't think I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, JC, if, if there's an argument that I haven't heard, because it seems like their bag of tricks are all very limited, Right. So they have very few arguments to give. But what's amazing is every time, uh, you know, they come up with their arguments, they they th- they present them as if they're novel. And, you know, like nobody. This is amazing. You'll never dispute this. Nobody's ever asked this again. And, right. and I can say in 11 years, there's never I've, I've yet to come up with a question, come across a question at, at 11 years that I haven't heard before. And one of the things that I always pick, well, it's so old, you know, they can't possibly relate to today. And, and that's just simply ignorance. You know, I can't go into the whole teaching today because we have other things we want to cover today. But the bottom line is this, what you have to know, if somebody says that to you, it's simply because they lack proper education on what the constitution actually is and its purpose. Well, it's not a statute book that tells you, you can't drive more than 75 on the interstate. It's a contract that is based upon principles. It is a document of authority to, of consent to government. It's not, uh, if it was a document of can'ts, then mm. they might be able to say that kind of argument, but it's not. I, I, I don't think that would be the case either way. I, I like to, I like to uh, have them get specific when I hear that argument, right? Because it's always just some generality. Right. Constitution's failed. Really? Which part of it? Oh, it's out of date. Really? Which, Which part? part? freedom of speech is out of date, right? To do, mm-hmm. so you don't want to have representation. Uh, right. You don't want to be represented. You want to, you don't want to, you, you don't want a limited authority in the executive. You want right. a King again, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it's just, which part, which part is no right. longer, uh, you know what they'll appropriate. say? The part where the constitution made slavery legal. Well, here's well, the thing. That's not in the Constitution. This Constitution did not make slavery evil, but even e- if it, illegal. But wait a minute, JC. Even if you give them an that argument, yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. It never existed. It yeah. never was in the Constitution. But if it, if that's, we're not even talking about that yeah. anymore. But the Constitution <laughs> did not make slavery legal. As a matter of fact, the Constitution made slavery illegal. Yeah. Right. So you can't say, well, the Constitution made slavery legal. No, it did not make it legal. It made it illegal. Yeah. I mean, you have to read it. It actually makes it illegal. I think so. And generally, you know, it generally comes down to tribal loyalties. This somebody just wants to win points for their tribe. You know, I mean, liberty is important. How people are treated is an important issue. Yeah. Right. So you talk about it, you fight for it. So JC's going to love this story just because it deals with one of his pet peeves. Okay. So the Supreme Court, another, and I, I'm going to do this, JC, another unanimous decision by the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. How many times has that happened in a calendar year? It's, hap- it's Supreme, happened quite a few of this. Yes, that's my point. History, I yeah. just, I, one right after another. 
not not just simply unanimous decisions because there's a lot of decisions that the Supreme Court makes that nobody ever hears about, mm-hmm. right? So there's unanimous decisions a lot because we don't hear about them because they're issues that are not big. They're not life-changing. They're this case, that case, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so many issues that have been of public importance unanimous. I mean, seriously. Court unanimously sides with co- former college players in their dispute with the NCAA about compensation. So let me give you a little background. These former college players sued the NCAA about um, under the um, oh, and it's just Sherman Act. Sherman Act. Thank you. I was like somebody's name, the Sherman Act, mm-hmm. for refusing to allow. Uh, college players to be compensated for their time because the colleges are out there. The NCAA makes millions, billions, billions. 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 I want to say billions, but I didn't want to exaggerate billions. It it is the largest uh, nonprofit on the planet. It's the largest, the the highest money-making nonprofit in the universe. So they're making, they're making billions. They're not sharing it with the college students. And so they, they sued them under the Sherman and you should Act. Should add they they leverage their nonprofit status. So so you're talking oh, yeah. not only you're talking about making yes. billions and billions, making more you know, I mean mm-hmm. ungodly amount of money, but then leveraging that status so they get all this other stuff on the cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, no taxes on the property. I mean vast vast amounts of property that they don't pay property taxes. I mean all kind of all kind of breaks and just things. So. Uh, so it's multiplied. So you multiply the billions that they make and then add in their nonprofit mm-hmm. status and all the other financial benefits. So what, what would cost them astronomical amounts costs, cost them nothing. Right. Can I just say to our list, uh, to the people who are with us in the YouTube chat room, please don't be distracted by the trolls. Okay. You're going to miss something really important. If you let them pull you into their little black hole, just, let the trolls play with themselves, okay? <laughs> they can sit in their basements with their mommies and play with themselves. Leave them alone. So anyway, um, the Sherman Act is the antitrust laws, right? Is the antitrust act. Now, this part of the Sherman Act says that the uh, it, it has to do with non-compete clauses, mm-hmm. right? So the NCAA says that they're not allowed to get funded by the schools or anyway. So the lower court actually found split, split it in half said, okay, um, the NCAA's rule that they can't be paid professionally can stand. However, we're going to overturn the NCAA rule that says the colleges can't give them incentives. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, what we need to now the, and the Supreme court has upheld the lower court's opinion saying, um, no, you can't get paid uh, with with uh, professionally, but colleges can offer you postgraduate scholarships, that sort of thing. You finish your term here, we'll give you a scholarship to move on your advance your education, right? And Gorsuch writes this opinion. Can I just put on the record one more time? I love Gorsuch writing style. He's he's like reading a really good book. He's an excellent gifted writer. His research is his, phenomenal. His research is is is, inf- is phenomenal. His logic is impeccable, and his style is entertaining because he's always just foo, you know, 
gathering, uh, throwing darts, and he's just, he's got that Hamiltonian snark that mm -hmm. just, and, and Richard Henry Lee smark, snark that's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So the one thing that I found, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I thought I'd make JC's day and just talk about, Gorsuch says the NCAA is asking the court to, oh, he says, uh, he asks, is asking the court to say they are above the law. And then he goes back in history and says, we see that the NCAA has asserted and acted like they're above the law for many decades, but we are not going to affirm as the Supreme Court that, yes, they are above the law. Yeah, it's a fascinating history of NCAA that he and, mm -hmm. you know, sports and the collegiate sports that he lays out. Yeah. It's, uh, and the corruption it's a, it's that happens in the, in the, yeah, yeah. In the briberies and all yeah, that other I stuff didn't know that's the, happening. And I didn't know the full extent. So just from a historical perspective, like the, the opinion um, is, is amazing. Just going through there and reading all that history. But I, there's a great book, very interesting book. If you want to get a, a deeper perspective on this, the nonprofit in particular, uh, how the NCAA operates. There's a book called Chase the Rabbit by F.A. Greiger uh, that I recommend. Chase the Rabbit. And uh, pretty amazing. Very interesting read. About, yeah. Uh, about I'm trying to put it in our little what, thing here so people can yeah, see what it. Groups like NCAA. And I think he, he specifically references the, the massive, um, the size of the NCAA and and how it uses the its money and all that it's crazy. It's like the the teachers union. It just they do all that lobbying and they get around it, all the laws and everything else. Yeah. JC, can I ask you? Do you think corporate media is imploding? Uh no, no, I don't think they're imploding. I think they're being ex exposed. Uh, more people are waking up to their biased nature and corrupt nature. So the, the news is not news. So they don't share with you what's going on mm -hmm. so that you can be informed and make a decision on the information. Um, the news is narrative and, yeah. and it's, it's the narrative of particular people. So yeah. there, there really is just a very, very small handful of people who are, at the head of these massive media companies. And then they have editors and, and all the little minions at the different stations and whatever to carry out uh, their narrative, what they believe. And it's not about, it's not about making sure people know what's going on. It's them pushing out what they decide people should know and what they should think about um the things that they're reporting, the limited number of things that they're allowing them to see. So you really have to, you really have to develop um, a, a habit of researching first source, like going as best you can to the actual events uh, and things that are being reported on and dig around, you know, in, in, in broad sources and find out what's happening out there, be on the ground and, you know, find out from people that are on the ground and then even as you dig in through the media and the digital sphere, even that's difficult because so let's say you, oh, well, I watched the video of whatever. You have one angle of an event that happened and, and you think 
you know, well, I saw this. I watched the video, so I know what's going on because that's, this has happened to me. I've watched something and I, and, I, and I think one thing when I'm seeing it. And it's not a doctored video. I'm just talking about one video mm -hmm. from a limited angle. And then another, then I'm shown another If they angle. can make Tom Cruise look like a tall yeah. guy. And it, yeah, right. <laughs> And th that's, that's what it is. Right. You can make Tom Cruise look tall. Yes. That's that, what we're talking about. Well, and I'm just simply talking about a, like somebody standing here filming it to somebody standing over there filming it. I mean, so I've had I've watched a video like that where I saw it from here and then I saw it from on the side. And I realized what I what I thought actually happened because I saw the video. It didn't happen that way. I just couldn't mm -hmm. see something else. So even the things that you see are very difficult to trust. And so it's very difficult to find sometimes very difficult in certain situations to find what happened on anything. So now you're seeing, and now you, seeing, you add to that. It's not just, it's not just the fact that you have, I, bad I just have a different take on twisting this. It. They're specifically yeah. twisting it and crafting it. So I have a different, I have a slightly different take on this than, than might be common in our circles. But what brought this about is all of these reporters that are coming forward to to disclose these uh, um, biased views, right? So you yeah. have so this I one from Pro Project on Veritas. Yes. You may get terminated for that. Are you aware of that? Yes, I am. All right. So, so you're you're okay with that then? I understand if CBS decides to let me go. I do understand that. That's the most selfish thing I've ever seen in all in 36 years working there. Because you don't give a crap about anybody else. If you get terminated, which you might, and then the burden is going to place on other people, you couldn't care less. It's just all about April Moss. I'm going to recommend that you get terminated. I'm going to recommend that. I'm not going to stand up for you. So what she did, this is this is what she did. So let me see if I can make this play. Can you point out the obvious contradiction there initially and how he phrased that? It's all about April Moss, and then you're going to shift the burden to other people. Like he says, all you're worried about is April Moss. But then his whole point is you put the burden on other people. Right. Right. Well, right. Obviously, you're worried about yourself. You're not concerned with April Moss. So right. You're concerned. If she with, was concerned about, about you, too. If she was all concerned about April Moss, she wouldn't be f getting doing something to get herself fired. Right. So, right. So here's here's April Moss. I'm meteorologist April Moss and happy Father's Day. Today, we saw temperatures above normal again, topping out at 85 degrees at Metro Airport. Plenty of sunshine today, but all good things must come to an end. And that starts as early as tomorrow morning with showers moving in around 8 a.m. And speaking of a brand new week, I will be sitting down this week with Project Veritas to discuss the discrimination that CBS is enforcing upon its employees. Tune in to Project Veritas for my full story. Forecast, I mean, forecast, I'm meteorologist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we also have uh, Ivory Hecker, mm -hmm. right? Who's with Project Veritas. Can I just go on the record and say thank God for Project Veritas? We love these guys yep. giving people a platform to do this. Fox came at my throat oh. for standing up against. Who? Who came at her throat? Fox. Who? Fox. Who? Fox. Who? Fox News. Fox what? Fox. Censorship. Fox In my Corp. opinion, you failed as a reporter. From the inside, yes, there's a narrative. Yes, it is unspoken. But if you accidentally step outside the narrative, if you don't sense what that narrative is mm -hmm. and go with it, there will be grave consequences for you. It's not just about the viewers. It's about what our CEO reads. It's about what our GM reads. 
my question is very simple. Why are you doing this? It okay, so I want I want to. It's not about our viewers. Yes. It's about the CEO and the GM. Right now, let me say something, JC, because this is where I might diverge. Mm -hmm. um, media is a corporation. It is is a business. Yep. And the CEO, what the CEO wants from the business ought to be what the employees of the business are required to perform for the CEO of the business. If Coca-Cola wants something and the employees aren't performing up to par of what the CEO wants, you know, you got to make your boss happy before you make anybody happy. And if you're working to make your boss happy and you lose, you lose customers because of that, it's on your boss. It's not on you. So this, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I this think is that's all why aside. she said, "If C I understand, yeah. CBS fires me." I think that's yeah. what she was speaking right. to. Right. Well, that was CBS. That was not Fox. No, so, but I think right. th I think they both understand right. that perspective. So, but I don't think people understand that perspective. No, I, so I, I, I want to let me finish. So, what we need to understand here is that media, as a business, has no obligation to give truth. Media, that's the expectation, but that is not the obligation. Why is it an expectation, though? It's an expectation because... It's not simply an expectation. It, it, it's, well, it's an assertion. It's a portrayal. It's it what is, they say. Right. Well, and then that's so the problem. So it's, it's about the deception. I don't think it's right, about them right. not wanting to do what the CEO... But I think they recognize What that. I'm saying is if the people recognized... Right. Coca-Cola is going to promote Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola is going to put down right. Pepsi. Right. Uh, you know, all these people are, are going to have their agendas. The fact that Fox has an agenda shouldn't flip people out. The fact that CNN has an agenda shouldn't flip people out. Coca-Cola has an agenda. Oh, you know, Twinkies hostess has an agenda. Mm -hmm. So if we realized, I mean, if we really, really, because this is the thing. Deep down to our cores, I don't know that the American people really buy into the fact that the media is not obligated to give you the truth. They don't. So you shouldn't be offended when they don't. What maybe offends you is the fact that they say that they're giving you facts or they well, but they don't even do that. They say they're bringing you news. What does that mean? Well, they, they all allege they, they all allege they have they don't spin, they're not biased, they're objective, whatever. So they've carried that lie. And the point of, of these ladies coming out, because they understand that what you just said, that um, the American people don't get they don't yeah. get it. Yeah, they right. They don't accept that they're being lied to. So I think that's the whole point yeah. of these ladies, and that's why I use the word exposed. So right. they're being exposed nothing this is nothing new like fox didn't suddenly start doing something differently cbs didn't suddenly start doing something differently but what is what is different is as you rightly pointed out you now have project veritas that gives them a place to go and and now there's more uh, coming out exposing them for what they really are and but i think this will help this ought to help. Yeah, it uh, should many help. of those ignorant Americans that you refer to uh, as they don't get it. Maybe this will help them get it. And because here's the thing. This this is not something uncommon. And I think to your point, uh, it should break through 
this tribal nonsense that CNN lies and Fox tells the truth or Fox tells the truth or Fox lies and CNN tells this tribalistic. I'm with CNN. I'm with Fox, whatever. They're (laughs) all liars. All of corporate media are pushing a narrative driven by a handful of people. And one of these things that the lady comes against, they said, we're not going to report on Bitcoin because poor black people, this doesn't appeal to poor black people, which by the way, exposes the inherent racism of the folks. So they look at black people, you're inherently poor and inherently, you know, destined for that, you're supposed to be poor and you financially possibly ignorant. understand, you know, mm-hmm. these high, high complicated financial so things like just, Bitcoin. You're not interested. All you're right. interested in is going out in there and shooting people in the urban center, slinging drugs and walking around with your pants uh, down around your ankles, eating watermelon and fried chicken. I mean, this is the stuff that's coming through with these racist yeah. uh, comments and they but couch it in, into this sort of wokeness again. I think that if, if praise God, if people start realizing what this is really about, but let me just say something because they tell you they're bringing the truth and they don't bring the truth as a, as a business who's out for profit, that should also not be shocking to you or that they bring the truth that favors their agenda or their perspective. Coca-Cola will tell you they make the best drink possible out there. Coca-Cola gives an ad that tells you that if you drink it, the world will come together and everybody will hold hands and love each other, right? Pepsi says we're the best drink in the world. DeSante says, you know, their, their water says we're going to, our water is nutritious and good for you. So these, these companies that have a product will always prop up their product and always give their product in the best light, even to the point of not telling the truth, okay? So the media is giving a product or maybe even a product that's subject to opinion, right? Starbucks, best coffee out there. Uh, no, I don't think so. That's not true. So then you have a company who's giving a product who wants to sell their product. Why are you upset when the product being delivered is not what they say it is? It's called marketing. It's what they do. News is a product for this corporation. And they're going to try to funnel the commerce base to them. They're going to tell the commerce base their product is the best that they can't, that everybody else who's delivering that product is giving an inferior product. And so I just, since I know that the media has been, has it's been since centuries, Thomas Jefferson's all like, you know, fake news in 1807. I, I, I really just, I guess maybe it's just hard for me to comprehend that people get upset that these companies want you to look at their product and nobody else's and that they might bend the truth to make their product look better. Chasey's got that look on his face. Like, yeah, I don't I'm piss not, off. You're no, not even, no, I don't even get you. No, so, I'm not. I'm but, not fully aligned with that. I mean, are, are those things mutually exclusive? I mean, you have to lie just because you're no, selling a product. I mean, and I'm not yeah, saying they're, product, mutu- they're not mutually the, exclusive, but, but this the is the way is, marketing yeah, but works. But the problem, okay, that's the way liars work. So, but okay? why do you have there to put people, media at a higher standard hold, hold on, than everybody else? Hold on. You can sell a product 
and tell the truth. You can sell a product and have integrity. So they're not inherently, you know, oh, well, they're selling a product, so you should expect them to lie. No, we're not upset. I don't think people are upset because, oh, we're surprised they're selling products, so we should expect them to lie. No, we're upset because they're lying. Mm-hmm. It's not a – so – you know, so I, how I many think, people I, what are I'm upset? Is, what, that, I, what I'm saying is, I don't just be. It, it's not a matter of yeah, they're making money, or I mean, because they have you have to make money to run the business. You can't do what they're doing without making money. So I don't think that's inherently what causes them to be I'm dishonest. Just, it's, I know, it's a I'm character not saying problem. that. I'm it's lack of what I'm talking. Yeah, they're evil I'm, people. Okay, so what they're I'm liars. talking about is not them. I'm talking about us. What's with the mixed? Do you like to be lied to? Do you do you do do the American people get angry? We are angry because they are liars. Okay, but are you angry at Frito Lay for lying about their products? Yes. Are you angry? If they're a liar, well, they yes, they're always telling you your stuff's healthy and stuff. None of that stuff is healthy, right? So all I'm saying is the disproportionate ire, okay, is not rooted at the fact that the company is telling you the truth. The disproportionate ire is rooted at the fact that the people give a disproportionate credit credit to these I, people. Yes, I agree that a, dis, people, a highly disproportionate yes, credit to these I people. I agree that's true. When you have Thomas Jefferson in 1807 saying, nothing can now be believed which is seen in a newspaper, how is it that... Uh, 218 years later, people are still believing what they see in a newspaper. No, it's a great, it's a great point. Um, but you know, it doesn't matter how long lies have existed at any given moment in time. You don't like being lied to. I mean, if you're right. I mean, you should here's, here's understand, my you're saying you have the evidence, you have the facts, you sh- you should know my, they're dishonest. I, I'm just saying to... that's what people are upset yeah, about. Right. That's what's okay. being exposed. So, they don't have to be liars. So here's here's well, maybe they have to. Maybe that's just the nature of who they are. That's my given, point. Given the whole thing, that's but what I'm saying. Let no, me. Sum you this. don't have to be a liar to sell your product. Maybe they lie. Because they're liars. Maybe what my mom taught me will help you understand my perspective. Okay. Because, uh, or, and you have the parable of the, of the snake in the lake or ca- crossing the river, right? A snake is a snake. It's going to bite you no matter what they tell you. Sure. Right. So here's what my mom said to me, taught me. This is like the philosophy of the house, right? Lie to me once, shame on you. Lie to me twice, shame on me. See, I guess that's where my whole vision of this comes. If you keep listening to them, you've got no right to be angry about their lies because they're lying to you now with your knowledge and with your consent. That is on you. That is not on them. And we got 118 years in the very least of knowing that they're lying. So not shame on the news. Shame on you. And that's, I guess, maybe my my sort of political, my, my whole philosophy on that comes from, from mom. Lie maybe, to me maybe, once, shame on you. Lie to me twice, shame on me. Maybe I'm feeling more compassionate today, which is, wow. which is a reversal. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but there, but, and I am not. Just, I just, just, I'm compassionate. It's tough I totally, love. I totally, tough love, right? I, Suck it up and turn it off. Yes, I agree with you. But, uh, you have you also have a lot of people who are um 
deceived, right? And, and mm-hmm. they don't know, they don't have this information. They don't know because of whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then they've, they've come to trust. Mm-hmm. So what I'm just saying is thank God for this exposure that these ladies are doing this mm-hmm. because they're helping those people who are not aware of this. You're not going to help the tribalist. Okay. Right. They will defend the actions of CBS or Fo- like the conservatives will defend Fox to their death. The liberals will defend CNN, MSNBC mm-hmm. to their death. They're not interested in truth. They're, they're just, the tribalism drives them. There's no, there's no, there's no reason. There's no sound reason involved. It's just, it's just a, an emotional passion to defend tribes, some yeah. psychological uh, break in their brain, right. just defend the tribe. So it wouldn't matter when Trump said he could shoot somebody in the street and, and everybody would love him in mm-hmm. his tribe. He's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Okay. And CNN the same way they could, they could run down in the street and just massacre babies right. in the street and their tribe would defend them. But there's a group out there following either extreme who, who've just been duped or been led along and they need to see stuff like this. Mm-hmm. They need to hear stuff like this so that they understand that Fox news is not where not does not need to be the source of your information. Right. CNN does not need to be so, the source of your information. Corporate media as a whole does not need to be the source of your information because it's a handful of people who are only interested in feeding you a narrative. Yeah. A narrative. And, and, and their business is deceived is to deceive you. It's in my mind. No, that's their profit. But that is their profit. That's correct. Their product is deception. My gosh, even in the 80s, we had songs about it. Yes. I just, what I'm, I just don't, the part that I, that I'm like just a little off a degree with is using the metaphor, the, the sort of capitalism metaphor, business metaphor, it's product, da, da, da. Yeah. You have to make your product appealing. Etc. Okay. But when the customers start to realize that they're being fed a substandard product, mm-hmm. when essentially they're being deceived, when they're being lied to, mm-hmm. then you start to lose customers. You eventually go out of business. It's different with, see, the corporate media is not simply a business. Corporate media on both sides is an arm of the political parties and are propped up by a massive global cabal where that this is why I said, I don't believe they're Mm -hmm. collapsing because they are not just a business. They're not just a business. If you were simply a business and you were selling inferior product, you were, if if this was just, I didn't say complex. No, I I understand. I'm just saying, if this is just a a business selling a product, then they would implode. They would go out of business. Okay. They're not going out of business because they are not a business. They are a propaganda machine, which is an extension of the political parties who are controlled by a globalist cabal pushing a narrative and agenda to accomplish a grand purpose on this planet to control humanity and shape humanity according to their own imagination. Okay, my turn now. They are not businesses. My turn. So the same things will not apply to them. Okay, my turn. Name a point in history when that wasn't true. See, this is the point I'm trying to make. Name a point in history where that's not true. It's always been this way. Uh, let me, let me, uh, because I love teaching by analogies, right? You go and you go to a, sh- a magician show, 
right? You go and watch the magician. Are you going to be angry at the magician because they're doing sleight of hand and they're fooling you and they're, they're deceiving you? But that but is that his product is, but, to deceive okay, but, you. And he advertises that. But if you know, no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he advertises he magic. And you know what that is. Okay. They advertise news. Which is a lie. Which you have to know what it is. And that's my point. You are a consumer in a in a capitalist business where they profit from your consumption of their news. There has never been a time in history where the media has not been a tool of government, of the cabal. Never been Correct. a time. And so in this- But we're at an the, age where the people don't know that. Well, but but Which that's why this but is that's important. not right. And and you and I will and both they ought agree. To be angry. And you we both both of we will both agree that bringing this to the light and all these people standing up and these whistleblowers and exposing this is amazing. My only point is this. It's about personal accountability. It's not about what the media is of giving course. you. It's not, and here's my thing. Look, don't be, I don't think we have a right to be angry at media. They're who they are and they've always been this way. Expose them as being liars. But once you realize they're liars and you continue to watch them and you continue to take their product, yes. you be angry at you for doing that. And Amen. that's my whole point. Because Amen. it's like us being 100%. angry at a president or angry at the legislature. Those people represent you. They operate from your consent. You allow them to keep abusing you. That's your fault. It's the man in the mirror thing. It's an accountability thing. So sure. I, I, I know JC and I do this all the time. We have these very, very passionate discussions. And we're always usually on the same page we are on which is, page. and and we are but i'm just but saying I'm just to the saying, to the question of what's yeah. going to happen to them yeah. I, I just want to suggest to you don't don't get excited because they're no. not going anywhere no because they're not they they are a business yeah. but they're not purely a business they're not supported simply by being a business yes they're pushing a product mm -hmm. they sell to advertisers that kind of stuff you know mary brings up a very good point she says yes chris Ann, but the people are brainwashed they are brainwashed um, that's why this thing. is powerful it's but, more powerful because it's somebody coming yes, from the inside but exposing them not somebody just criticizing them from the but outside here's the thing jc if you think it's the media that has brainwashed the people you don't know where the real brainwashing is coming from. And I'll tell you exactly where the brainwashing is coming from. It's coming from the American education yeah. system, which is making people consume this stuff as truth well, because they have textbooks correct. where teaching it. Somebody the in the media chat is room, an extension I'm of that not, and a product of that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. No, I, here's what I think. See, it's sort of like the cogs, the wheels and in, in, in gears and stuff. The, 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 education system or, well let's put it this way in a different way the the education system plows the soil so that the media's lies can actually get footing if the education system did not prepare the soil of the american mind the way they do the media would have no purchase right? They would have no place to prosper. I'm not going to mention any names in the chat room because I'm done playing with the <laughs> trolls. But the very problem that we have was what somebody said, you know, probably an hour ago is all of the relevant people disagree with you. 
That was the statement. Well, you're wrong because all the relevant people disagree with you. Mm -hmm. When somebody says that to you, right, that's an appeal to an authority, which is a fallacy of logic. Yeah. And it is also someone telling you, all, you are wrong because all the relevant people disagree with you. Yeah. What they're telling you is they do not possess knowledge on their own, and they themselves do not see the brainwashing that makes their wheels turn. Well, it's also elitist. So they yeah. they have the elitist world perspective. Pompous. So there are peasants, yes. and then there are the relevant people, yes. the, the elitists. I yes. mean, these are the people driving the system. Yes. The system of oppression yes. is all the relevant people. Which ironically group, are the of, ones that are actually pushing the yeah. the anarchist movements to well, throw I mean, off the bougie. The bougie are throwing off trying to tell people to throw off the bougie. So right. which is because exactly. because they know that's not going to happen yeah. by by those exactly. folks. So, but that's I mean that's the whole. That's yeah, the whole Richard. Point. That's the whole thing. Define relevant. The relevant is defined by the elite to re to to substantiate yeah. and lift up their own perspective right so yeah even in in political science you know right. referred to as the elitist perspective like in government when you you know the oh you we put those people there to make decisions for us they're the yeah. decision makers uh no that's not that's not what representative government is <laughs> the purpose of government is to secure liberty yeah. read the founding documents that's what that idiot he's not in office anymore um uh Tim Wahlberg in Michigan said to me, the people elect us yeah. to make laws. We, we've been appointed. No, they don't. We've been appointed to run your lives. No, uh, we that, didn't. We didn't not, elect you to make laws. That's not representative government. Find but, that somewhere. But, I want to just chat. Just, I beg somebody to say that. Can I? Can I? But make you don't a, reach people like that. Can I like make the a village theme? idiot here? You, you don't reach a guy like that. Yeah. So the person is tribal. A person like that is tribal, and they're just going to defend whatever. And it and it's they've been brainwashed to, uh, you know, to think this way. They have a low view of humanity because it's it's this the elites. That's that's right. who they value. They value the elites, and so this is the mentality that grows into genocide. That grows right. into exactly. throwing political opposition in prison and having them and executed. putting people in train yeah, cars because you, all of your loyalty and your worship is to these elites, these relative people that you put in charge. We don't put people in charge in government in America. They are representatives. Yeah. Okay. Not rulers. We're in charge. And so if, if you're that stupid, that ignorant of the very fundamental structure of, of American government, you're part of the problem. This is what, and, and, I mean, you, you hear this, the village idiot in our chat room. That he, he, so he characterizes. So we're here trying to defend the liberty of every person, regardless of race, color, creed, political party. You're, you're non-relevant people. We want them to be able to live in freedom, enjoy the fruits of their labors, be able to choose who they help, how they help, be charitable, you know, love your neighbor you as know, yourself. JC, we're fighting for those, those people. That's and, amazing because that, that's exactly that, right. Uh, the village idiot like that, right? He he, clar he classifies it, he characterizes it as whining. So when you're speaking out of people being harmed, be people being oppressed by the powerful, right? So a person like that, when, when they say, oh, that's whining, people just like to whine. You can tell that's a person who's a tribalist. There is no help for that person because they're not interested in, in having any sort of... Uh, open understanding and they don't have a perspective of helping other people of of lifting other people of loving your neighbor as yourself the village idiot 
wants to defend his position, his tribe, and it doesn't matter what happens to anybody else. Now, the problem is they couch all this socialist, neo-Marxist nonsense as compassion for people. Their compassion is to classify people in these groups and rob. It, it's just crazy. They want to rob all of, all of the people that are producing on the behest, at the behest of these corporate robber barons right? Who want to shut down mom and pop business, who want to shut down the middle tier uh, businesses of just normal people trying to trying to get ahead and improve their lives. And so this guy has no idea. He's marching to the drum of the corp globalist corporate raiders. And when you destroy liberty, prosperity follows that into the grave. Prosperity comes from liberty. Prosperity is about loosing the ingenuity of the individual to take his resources to improve his own circumstances. And by improving his circumstances, that spills out into other people. No poor people is ever, no poor person has ever given another person a job. Rich people, wealthy people, people that have resources hire other people. And that's how other people are lifted out of their lower circumstances. Government comes in, robs the producers and transfers, allegedly transfers some pittance of that so that they can control that person who's receiving the largesse. OK, but it's a minuscule amount of what they sto stole. Most of it goes into their own pockets and is wasted to run the machine of theft. This is the way the village idiot in the chat room thinks. This is how he thinks you lift people. You you take the powerful, rob the middleman to buy the loyalty of the poor, all the while wasting everyone's resources and lowering the overall prosperity of everybody existing and all who will come after. This is the moron that's destroying the country. This is the mentality that we're fighting against. And they're so freaking ignorant, so freaking brainwashed by the government education system. And you, I mean, you should listen to that. It's the government's education system. The same one who is telling you, you need to give up your stuff so they can pass it around to buy loyalty. This is the same one that's educating you. And you're so freaking stupid that you can't see the conflict of interest because in reality, you, you, you virtue signal like you care about somebody. But the, at the bottom line is you don't give a damn about people and what is happening to them. You just want to fight for your tribe who's built mindless, brainless, blind loyalty to a system that is murderous, psychopathic, and hates humanity. You, my friend, are an idiot who will never, ever, outside of the divine intervention of a divine creator, ever come to the light. Boom. <laughs> I have a little bit more hope because I was that obnoxious person who and thought it took I divine intervention. And it took divine intervention. The only hope. The only hope for an idiot like this. It was absolutely divine intervention. And, you know, so <clears throat> it's just it, it it's a terrible thing. I just simply want to uh, to point out that we need to be able to have an answer, uh, but not, maybe that's the wrong thing. We need to be able to 
communicate truth, which doesn't always mean you have to have an answer, right? You don't need to respond to what everybody says. You don't need to respond to what other people say. What you have is a situation where you have to be prepared, number one, to be with full of the education to help convince and convert others, but you also need to be hurt, to be full of the wisdom to walk away from those who will not receive. And if you were a Christian, I'll explain to you from Christian terms, uh, stomp the dust off your feet and move on. Right. And I'll be and this is a you know, these are this is a teach show. Remember, this is a teach show. And so sometimes we we like to talk about alternative views that are in the chat room because they make for great teaching moments for JC. They make for great ranting moments, but they do make for great teaching moments. And I just want to mention to you um, just to dispel any misconception out there. Uh, liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality applies to everyone. So just because you agree with us sometimes doesn't mean that you're always right. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're always right. But point is. I was right just now. JC. From start to finish. JC was right. JC was in, in, uh, in what is it, incontrovertibly correct. But what I'm trying to say is just because you agree with us sometimes doesn't mean you're not doesn't mean you're going to get a pass when we disagree. And I say that because that's the perspective that we give to everyone including politicians. So there was a mar a remark out there about, you know, everybody's got their own opinion and you guys sit around and you you love your Trump and you love this and you're always you know, no. So here we are not in, we don't hate Trump. Um, I personally don't hate Biden, but I'm going to tell you, cause I don't know Biden. How do I know Biden? I don't hate him, but JC probably hates him, but no, I don't hate. Oh Biden. no, I don't hate Biden. So hate, here's the I thing. I don't hate anyone. It doesn't matter what I think of them personally. I'm going to point out when they're wrong and I'm going to use it as a teaching moment, uh, much to the chagrin of my father treat, you know, handle the truth in the same way with no matter whom I love, you know, who I'm with, whether I love them, hate them or, 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 you know, uh, have no feelings whatsoever. So I, you know, I can say this, let me be, let me have a, a moment of honesty. We're, we're running long we're today. Way long. So let me, it's no, okay. Let me we've, say no, 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 wait, no, it's okay. It's okay. We're running long. We're not on anybody's schedule, but we do appreciate, I just want to say you for hanging around, hanging around with us and I, I let say us this. know that you're enjoying this. Uh, let us know that you enjoy the in discussion. I want to just point out to you, please sh share, uh, because these are the kind of things that people need to see. They need to see the the dialogue they need to see the discussion and this is how truth has its day so share this this please. person needs to know this okay i can block anybody well this is not this anybody Hang needs on. to know this yeah i can block anybody at any time and i even i went to bed last night with the intent of blocking someone today. No, really? And I'm going to tell you very honestly, the Holy Spirit said, don't do it. So the village idiot is supposed to be here, needs to be here. Mm -hmm. And which says to me that God is interested 
in this individual in particular. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, I encourage you. Oops, sorry, sir. Oh, I was not supposed to go up there. And you know who I'm talking to. I know he's joking around like it's an anonymous person. You know who I'm talking to. Um, but I sincerely commend to you. Set your pride aside for a moment. And, and I don't know where you are, believe or don't believe. But set your pride aside for a moment and just simply pray. And even if you're not a believer, say, God, I don't know if you're real. I'm not convinced at this moment. If you are, maybe that's what you have to say. But I would like you to open my eyes. If I'm blind, show me and I'm receptive to truth. Just pray that. Just pray that. You know, just want to come on, be sarky, be snarky and argue against everything, which we're fine. I mean, I, I, I don't mind that. Um, but there's a bigger picture here. Mm -hmm. There's something more important than that. And that is where you're going to spend your eternity. And I'm telling you, God spoke to me and said, don't block this person. And you may not believe that happens, but we serve that kind of God. And if he is, if he is so interested in a person that here's one guy on one little show on YouTube in a chat room and he speaks to me, who am mm -hmm. I to say, let that guy stick around because something mm -hmm. he needs to hear. I would take that seriously, bro. Mm -hmm. So just, I just commend that to you. Yeah. And I'm glad, and I'm glad this guy's here because he freaking tweaks me <laughs> to get this out. That stuff people need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever, bro, but it's going to, but I, but I'm very sincere of everything I said. And, and I, again, I respect the guy cause he can take the heat. Mm -hmm. He's shown he can take the heat and I'm yep. going to bring the heat. Yeah. So that's fine, man. I appreciate that. I do respect that about you. He came back. We've had a lot of, I mean, I blasted a lot of people in this chat room and they, they leave. They never you come know back. What, you this know guy's what I got like? some steel. I appreciate that. I think, I think you're way off the mark what and I, it's going to take divine in intervention. What uh, I like is that, but hey. that there hasn't been any, you know, sort of decline to vomiting out. Vile, no, he hasn't been vile, vile or nasty. nasty I, I've what, probably so. been meaner than he's ever been. So, you know, good for you, man. But seriously, you know, just for yourself and your family. Just for your own self. You know, just be curious. Yeah. Be curious. Call out. Say, hey, if you're out there, if JC's right, then let me see. You know, what's so, the harm of that? As we. Maybe he'll speak back and say, no, nah, JC's an idiot. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Whatever. So as we go out today. I do want to remind you that non-compliant, the entire documentary is available to you if you are a Liberty First University student. You can become a Liberty First University student at libertyfirstuniversity.com. If you are a Liberty First University study group, because we have them all over the country, mm -hmm. study group, you can show this documentary to, your, to your study group before its official release. Before its official release. So uh, become a student at libertyfirstuniversity.com. You've got exclusive access to uh, noncompliantmovie.com. If you want to host the movie, 
please contact us. You can you can direct message me in case people don't know what DM means. You can direct message me on Instagram at chrisann.hall. Uh, please don't send me a message through my Facebook page. That won't work. But you can direct message me through chrisann.hall at Instagram. And you can also um, go to libertyfirst.legal, libertyfirst.legal, and uh, send us a contact form there, and we will get you connected. And if you've already seen the movie, please go to... Uh, noncompliantmovie.com and leave your review. Uh, we want to get this out there and the more reviews you give us, the easier it is for us to be able to spread this movie. The full on release will be July 2nd and there will be premieres all over the country. I can't tell you how many places. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are like all over the country now. We're going to be premiering this movie already trying to set this up for people. And there's plenty of places now. Everybody, everybody can premiere, premiere this. So uh, we will. You uh, can DM yeah. me too on IG. Yeah. yeah. JC Hall Global. J- oh, yeah. At, yeah. JC Hall Global. Yep. Um, Nomad. And no- if you are Nomad, if you are on Instagram or you can go to libertyfirst.legal. Okay, libertyfirst.legal. Send me a message through the contact form. We'll get you there. I'll get you there, my friend. Mm -hmm. I will get you there. By the way, you should have gotten an email, um, but I don't I don't I don't know how that happened. You know, that email is has been bad about going to spam. Okay. Just um, yes. And she does have a nice smile. Thank you. No, nothing. And no, nothing. You can DM me on IG, JC Hall Global. And if I'm ever where you are, you can let me know where you are and then we'll have coffee and we can laugh about. Uh, me dropping bombs on you here on the show. <laughs> All right. So, I'm actually a really nice guy in person. No animosity. You just get me riled up and I appreciate it. JC's actually probably the most low key guy in person. I you am, wouldn't I know am. that. I mean, he's, he's incredibly non-confrontational, but I don't person. have, I don't have tolerance for jerks. Yeah. If you're a jerk, yeah. I'm, I'm liable to blow up quick. Like yeah. I'll, I will stop in the middle of traffic and get out of the car. Oh no. You don't know how many times I've had to reach over. JC driving. Yeah. N- not not today, dear. Recognize <sighs> what state of mind you're in right now. Not today. Not today. Not today. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for sticking with us for the extra time today. I know you enjoyed the rant. Um, go ahead. It's not a setup either. Like <laughs> somebody said, no, nothing is so so tolerant. And the stuff just rolls right off. And what people nice think guy. it's a setup. Like, yeah. Hey, if this no. was real, he'd be he'd be ticked off. If he was real, he'd be knocking on the front door and beating your ass, JC. Be like, well, he tried would do it, but you know, right? Oh man. Yeah. I love you despite my despite you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You can't. I mean, how how can you not have I mean, clearly not one hundred percent disagree with like it seems like every opinion is slightly off with this guy. But yet I have mad respect for the fact that he just he's it, he rolls with it and comes back. So mad respect to you, bro. I still think you're the village hey, idiot, but love um, you. Love this guy. I'm going to make phone? him a mascot or something. He's our liberal mascot. Can I just, can I just, did you, is my phone dead? You did, you it died did. my phone? You it died did. my phone. Sorry. Okay. I had, I had it like set up to block the village idiot and just the Lord wouldn't let me do it. Oh, well, praise God. So anyway, appreciate you guys uh, being here. We better get off yep. in an hour and a half. Take yep. it easy. Come back next time. I had something to tell you. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to tell you something. I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah. So come back. Tomorrow. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Liberty Patriots. Yeah. Come on. Let's do this thing. Woo-hoo.
do this do this thing god bless you guys we'll see you next time We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, 